You know, there's three things I really love about Rand Paul. Number one, he's got an amazing head of hair for a guy his age. Number two, he loves bourbon. And number three, he's really fighting for every single American, uh, not just the uh, not just the conservatives from Kentucky who were smart enough to put him in a position of power. What's up? This is the Catriot podcast. And you know, when we talk about patriotism, we uh, I think Rand Paul's a great example. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that here in just a little bit. But first, <laughs> oh, I just dropped my phone. First, ladies, hold on, hold on to your Twitter accounts. If you're thinking of jumping back on Twitter, wait. Just wait because the whole thing may be uh, the whole thing may be a big poop show. Uh, Elon Musk this morning or last night rather, he announced that he's holding off on his bid to buy. He put it on hold. He said Twitter bid is on hold. He's got to do a little bit more due diligence. Allegedly, there's some issue about the number of spam accounts, the number of fake accounts. He uh, was told that the number of bots using the Twitter platform or the number of accounts that were attributed to bots and spam was less than 5%. And I guess under, I guess now that he's really getting involved in the purchasing process and he's doing his due diligence and they're, you know, they're screening everything. They're probably auditing the entire damn company. I mean, you have to, if you're spending, if you're spending $45 billion on something, you definitely want to, you definitely want to audit it. And, uh, and I guess what he's finding out now is, Hey, there's a lot more of these, these spam bot accounts than I ever thought there were. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm buying, I'm, you know, they're telling me, oh, we have 150 million users and only 5% of those are bots. But now I think what Elon Musk is finding is that it's more than 5%. It may be 10%, it may be 20, who knows? And uh, that's not, you know, that, I'm not saying he's going to withdraw his bid altogether, but he may decrease the value of his spend because he's buying a company that is not reaching as many people as they originally thought. Anyway, this is big news. I mean, this is breaking news. It sent Twitter stock plummeting and uh, it's big, it's big, big news. Also, something else I wanted to share with you was uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, let me pull this up quickly. The White House, they released a statement uh, about the baby formula and the mess that is the baby formula. Here it is, the fact sheet. President Biden announces additional steps to address infant formula shortage. So, they're aware that there's an infant formula shortage. Here's, here's what I, I want to read you just this first paragraph. Listen carefully. President Biden has directed his administration to work urgently to ensure that during the Abbott Nutrition Voluntary Recall, infant formula is safe and available for families across the country. Today, President Biden spoke with retailers and manufacturers, including Walmart, Target, Reckitt, and Gerber, to discuss ways we can all work together to do more to help family access infant formula. Why is it that he'll sit down with the baby food manufacturers and distributors when there's a shortage on baby formula, but he won't sit down with Exxon, Amico, Sunoco, BP, and say, hey guys, listen, uh, how can I make the this fuel problem go away? How can we start drilling more? How can we start digging more? How can we refine more energy? How can we get more fuel out there, cheaper fuel out there, so we don't have to rely again on the foreign oil, and so that we can not only become a uh, an energy-independent country once again like we were under Donald Trump, but that we can also become a net energy exporter and become one of the largest and richest countries in the world based on the uh, insane amount of oil that we have to produce here in this country? How can we do that? Because I think that would solve a lot of problems, that would ease a lot of tensions, that would help a lot of not only consumers, but uh, producers, the farmers, uh, the, you know, truck drivers, people that use diesel fuel 
people that go that crisscross the country, even hell, Amazon drivers, anybody who drives for a living, the costs are going up on everything. If you order a pizza, odds are they're going to charge you more for it because the driver has to pay more for the gas in his car. And they've got to reimburse him for that. So everything is more expensive. Everything is getting more and more expensive by the day. And that is uh, that is something that we need to that is something that we need to address. Joe Biden doesn't want to address it, though, because because he doesn't care about the oil companies. The oil companies don't pay his salary. They don't pay uh, his campaign contributions. The oil companies traditionally are conservative and they 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 make donations to conservative causes and candidates because, uh, duh, the Democrats are anti-oil. They're anti-fracking. We know Joe Biden's anti-fracking. They're anti-fossil um, you know, uh, fuels. They're all clean, green energy. They're all renewable resources. They take all of their money from those organizations and those industries. And therefore, not only do they ignore the oil industry, but they are actively working to suppress the oil industry in hopes of the uh, in hopes of the electric and renewable energy industry just i mean exploding which it ain't gonna because they can't there's way too many few, well you know the deal you know you know the thing i'm not even getting into it so it's a little hypocritical that he's going to meet with the baby food companies um and not the oil companies uh, that's just my two cents all right so let's get to Rand paul uh, the other day on the show and if if i if this was the actual show and i may probably pull it later if this was the actual show, I would pull you the clip of me a couple days ago saying, you know what, this $40 billion uh, payout to Ukraine doesn't have any. You know what that legislation, the $40 billion uh, that we're sending to Ukraine or that the House of Representatives voted in a very, and I'm shocked still at some of the people that voted for this, but you know what it, it doesn't include? It doesn't include any oversight. It doesn't include anybody at all saying, hey, um, we're going to pay $40 billion for aid to Ukraine, however, we are going to make sure that there is a committee or an accountant or somebody who is who is put in place to make sure that the money isn't squandered, to make sure that the money goes where it's supposed to go, to make sure that this isn't just paying off those same Democrat donors or um, or to make sure that, you know, basically the the American taxpayer dollars that you're so excited to send overseas to Ukraine, uh, we're going to make sure that that they're being spent accordingly so that when it comes time. When the, when the American people come calling and say, hey, we need receipts on that 40 bill, you know, where that was some that was some that was some a heavy cheddar. Where did it all go? We can say, OK, well, here's where it all went. Uh, and it's all on the up and up. So I said that the other day. It's not in the bill. It went to the Senate. I was I was amazed and not, and happily surprised that Rand Paul once again was right in line with my thought process. And Rand Paul uh, uh, yesterday objected to the Senate vote on the $40 billion assistance package to Ukraine. He basically delayed it. He delayed it till next week because he said, we need an amendment to add, get this, oversight. He said, my oath of office is to the U.S. Constitution, not to any foreign nation. He tweeted that out. Um, while he said he sympathizes with the Ukrainian people, he added, we cannot continue to spend money we do not have because doing so is threatening our own national security. So he added this amendment he said, we want oversight. We want somebody to look at this money. We need somebody in charge of it. And if we don't have that, then it's not going to go through. So now this pushes it off. It and, and here's the other thing, too. If his amendment gets added, it's got to go back to the House of Representatives. So once again, you've got somebody like Rand Paul. You've got him doing what needs to be done. You've got him fighting the good fight. You've got Rand Paul saying, hey, here is, here's what's happening. Here's what's going down. 
Um, and he's doing it not just for the folks in Kentucky, but he's doing it for everybody, everybody in the United States of America. He's basically saying we all need to slow down and not spend this money. And sadly, he seems to be one of the only one of the only ones that is saying that, um, which, you know, again, when you go to vote, you need to make sure you realize who's voting which way, who's spending your money, what are they spending the money on? And Rand Paul consistently has been on the side of the majority of Americans. He's consistently been on the side of freedom. He's consistently been on the side of, uh, you know, fiscal responsibility. He's consistently been on the side of conservative values and conservative actions and conservative, you know, behavior. I mean, again, think about this. You've got you've got all of these folks sending $40 billion overseas and not one person except for Rand Paul is standing up and saying, we can't do that. Uh, this is this is you know, this is this is responsible leadership. Um, we, we are slowly going to bankrupt ourselves if we don't stop spending money willy nilly and saying, oh, it's an emergency. COVID, it's an emergency. We got to spend trillions of dollars. COVID, it's we need we, testing. We need testing. Let's send everybody in America tests. You know, we sent those tests out to everybody in the United States of America. My wife got some. We went online. We got our four tests because we're like free tests, whatever. I mean, not free. We paid for them in the, in the end. But uh, they're sitting in the drawer. We wasted so much money on free tests going out the door to everybody. And it was just, it was a reaction to Omicron. It was Joe Biden not knowing what to do. Joe Biden not knowing how to handle life. Joe Biden's administration just, just you know, flipping out. And, uh, and as a result, what happened was... They, um, you know, they, they wasted a ton of cash and now we've got to uh, pay for it somehow. Uh, they're doing it again with Ukraine because Ukraine is the cause du jour, because Putin is the bad guy, because, you know, Joe Biden wants people to think, you know, when they think of Ukraine, they want Joe Biden and the Democrats want them to think, oh, we're good at helping Ukraine. Not, oh, we go to Ukraine to uh, strong arm them and defraud them out of their, their money. No, they don't. That's not what they want to think. Um, they want people to think, hey, Joe Biden's a Ukraine savior. So we're going to spend 40 billion of your dollars uh, and send it over there. It's really it's really troubling. And it's really something that needs to be kept at the forefront. And thank God uh, for people like Rand Paul and also me, since I came up with the idea three, <laughs> three days ago. Anyway. All right, ladies, it's time for free gas. Speaking of Joe Biden, uh, ignoring, hating gas people. Joe Biden hates the gas companies. We don't. We love them. We Joe Biden hates cars. We don't. We love them. Joe Biden wants you to spend lots of money on gas. We don't. We want you to spend like no money on gas. That's why we're sending out $100 gas gift cards every single day, uh, weekday in the month of May, through the K-Stone XL pipeline. And now's another shot for you to win a $100 gas card in the uh, in the K-Stone XL pipeline. If you want the crude piping flowing straight to you, Here's all you have to do. Listen, because I'm about to announce a name. If it's your name, you'll have 24 hours to email us back at support at catriots.com. Support at catriots.com. Email us your name, your email address, your uh, your uh, mailing address, and we'll get that out to you. All right, are you guys ready? Listen carefully. Here is today's big winner, Christina Smirk. Christina Smirk. You have 24 hours from right now well, from 9 a.m. Eastern on my, uh, Friday the 13th, you have 24 hours to uh, email us back and get uh, claim that gift card for $100 worth of free gas from the Keystone XL Pipeline. Everybody else, if you haven't yet entered, there's still time. We've got, we're only halfway through May, folks. And we're only halfway through May. There's there's plenty of time left. Go to KeystoneXL.com. That's K-A-Y-E-S-T-O-N-E-X-L.com. And then listen to the Catriot Podcast every single day in the month of May 
and for the rest of your lives.